When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Ten toes down, I'll be free into the end. Crib outside the city. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better so than you have? I respect your opinions. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Hey guys, I'm Cy. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Giggs on football. This is Series 1, Episode number 6. We are live on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Ace Podcast Nation, of course, your home to many great shows and series featuring top guests, expert analysts and more. Give us a follow on social media. Click the bell for notifications. Get all our videos first, our shows first, including later on I'm dropping a, a compilation of media, athletes, uh, writers, actors, and more, giving their predictions for uh, and, uh, Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, and uh, Deontay Wilder 3, which is out, uh, which is out in the early hours of Saturday morning. But if you want to hear some predictions from some uh, familiar faces, then check that out, 10 o'clock tonight on the YouTube channel. And, of course, if you like your podcast in audio platform, Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first dedicated sports podcast network and you'll find Rodri gigs on football and all the other shows that we do but uh <clears throat> very quickly uh the super six is uh, is at a standstill everything is as it was on monday so i'm not going to spend too much time on that but do remember uh the next round is coming up soon over 90 players we've got 
raising money money for two fantastic charities. £540 in the prize pot and 800 quid for charity. That's what it's all about. It's still not too too late to join. So do get involved with uh, myself and Rodri and a whole host of ex-footballers. But uh, let's go. Delighted to welcome back my co-host for another chat about the week's football, Mr. Rodri Giggs, ex-Salford winger, manager. How's it going, my friend? Yeah, has he been six already? Yeah, it's mental, mate, isn't it? How quick yeah, that's no, gone. Um, pretty sure I'm averaging 12 points and I've missed one and I've done two. And I've, Each two I've got about 12 and 12, so... Yeah, that's it, isn't it? You just you you had a week off to give people a bit of a just uh, let them catch up on that one. But I got two two perfectly right, and then obviously one and two. Yeah, I think I had I had one like the perfect score, and then I had one where I got one. I think I did all right this round, but not in the twelve point bracket. Like all right, it's like seven points in it for me. But there you go. Uh, a few people in the chat. Rye, welcome, my friend. I haven't seen you on a Friday for a while. But he's off to a playoff reunion, so he's going to check it out later. Gaz, Cade. Uh, shout out to Cade as well. His father's in the hospital. Uh, Cade's a regular watcher of all the shows. Uh, best wishes to you, Cade, and your father, mate. And I uh, hope everything works out for you. And, uh, of course, Donna's back. Uh, uh, first and foremost, apologies that we're a little bit later. This might be the new time slot. We're, uh, we're going to discuss it a bit more, probably, I think. Half seven works a little bit better for both uh, myself and Rodri, just so we're not rushing about. But um, we'll we'll let you know in the future. Uh, but, mate, I texted you on Tuesday, I think it was, and said, what the hell are we going to talk about? International break is shite. And then all of a sudden, uh, yeah. there was all sorts of stuff breaking out. So before we get to the, I guess, the biggest story of the week is Newcastle. But uh, there was a fire at uh, the stadium where I'm England will be playing their play their World Cup qualifier on Saturday. Uh, television gantry went up in flames. Um, that's not the sort of thing you want to be seeing, is it, before a big game, like a couple of days out, i got to say. Uh, no, not really, but you know, you got to say these things kind of happen, but do they? Yeah, so, I was going to say, they don't, though, do they? This is like No, 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 it's a bit, you know, third world country isn't it so yeah i don't know mate it, i don't know if i'd be it's, um, thrilled yeah it's, it can't be much damage if the, the game's going ahead i'm pretty sure they'll have it all barricaded off and yeah so i don't i don't know but the game's going ahead so but on the pitch it looks really bad but yeah you have to see it after they've got the fire out and the smoke's gone and see the see what damage is done but yeah it's not the not idea damage and game goes ahead I say, mate, it's not the ideal prep, but I mean, let's be honest. Oh, play, as players, mate, that's it's not going to not going to bother them, is it? But it won't, it won't, it won't bother me if it's players. You know, it's yeah. There's a there's just happened, but it's out. But you know, these players are professional internationals. It won't affect them. Yeah, England should be beaten uh, and or comfortably anyway, shouldn't they? Let's be honest. It's, yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's the the way that goes. Um, Another story which caught my eye, apart from the Newcastle one, obviously, was um, Mikel Arteta won Manager of the Month. Um, i got to say, I was really happy for him because I've been ranting to you a little bit and on my on my other shows as well about young managers getting the chance, but not just giving them the chance, giving them the time to bed in and actually get the players playing what they the way they want to play. And what do you know? 
Arsenal could have probably sacked Arteta a couple of games in if they'd been a bit trigger-happy because he lost, I think, three on the bounce. They weren't trigger-happy. And he's dug them right out of it, isn't he? You know, he's manager of the month. I think that is at least a small sign that maybe he can come good. Well, he had a difficult start. Let's let's say it right. All right, they, 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 you know, they, they got a bit of Brentford. You'd expect them to win there. But, you know, Brentford, a surprise... Surprise team, and, and no one thought they would, they would perform the way they performed. So, yeah, they caught Arsenal off guard, they caught Liverpool off guard. So, they can do it to the best. So, yeah, that one, then they've, then they've had City, then they've had Chelsea back to back. So, yeah, they've had a difficult start. But then after that, you know, he seems to they've had a nice run of results, nice run of fixtures as well. But, you know, you still got to win them fixtures. You know, they, they beat Tottenham 3 0 at home. Which will which will get the fans back on side for for a little while anyway. So yeah, he's he's on the right track, and he just needs his big players to perform more. Yeah, no, it's uh, um... a bang a bang and you know a couple of others. But yeah, the young kids are doing well. Is is Ozil still at Arsenal? Who? Uh, Mehmet. What's his name? Mezit Mezit Ozil. No, no. Where no. did he go? He went last year. He went somewhere in Turkey. Did he talk somewhere in Turkey? Sure, I couldn't even remember if he was still there because he never used to play. No, anyway. he's not there. He went last year. Uh, oh, I might have gone this he, year, but he went. He went. He, went, he did go. Yeah. I could. I, I just imagined him still sat on the bench collecting whatever amount of money and just watching no. the game. It's like no, the um, problem he had is that Bang Yang went once he signed his contracts, he seemed to down tools. His, his performance is dipped, which you'd think, yeah, they just you know, kind of just after, gave up. You just kick on now, but he seems to have. One of them players that's, you know, I've got the got the contracts. So I'll, I'll just, you know, go through the motions. That's it, mate. Another manager, mate, who, um, or should I say, a ma- maybe a manager who's not as comfortable as uh, Mikhail Arteta. I think probably this morning is Steve Bruce. Um, often, people have mixed opinions on whether he's a good manager or not. But ultimately, this takeover for Newcastle probably, I would have thought. I can't imagine that he'll be there at the end of the season. I've got to be honest. Do you think he's sex? Do you think he's sexy enough? He won't be there. Christmas, January. Yeah, yeah. So unfortunate because you know I do like Steve Bruce. I think he's a good manager, but you know the fans don't really. You know the fans are not really hundred percent on his side, and you know with these owners coming on, they're going to want to please the fans, and are they going to please the fans? He's bringing a new manager, in, a nice. You know who he's going to be, right? Conte, all the usual suspects. You know, these are these are going to be big hitters. You, you, know, you look at the, the money they've got. They make man. I think Shearer will be they, made they, they make City owners look look homeless. So yeah, it's, yeah these, these, that's these incredible. That is made to Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, like when you when think you see man... the, when you when you see the the, the money list and they got like Man City's is like twenty three billion and they go three hundred twenty people three hundred twenty billion. It's just like what. Yeah, you like that's just ridiculous, mate, isn't it? Like, there's um, it's one of those things. Like, I don't see like Donna's just said there. Do you think he'll be gone by next week? I don't think he's going to last very long. I got to be honest. I think he'll be gone pretty quick. But I saw like a lot of people saying um, like uh, Conte and all you know all the usual suspects. Mourinho, I saw come up. But you know what? I think quite an intelligent. Uh, appointment for them would be Alan Shearer. It would please the fans. 
He cares about the club. And one of the things which put him off the Cardiff job when he nearly took it uh, a few years back was that we didn't have any money to spend. So I think if you if they say to him, you've got a boatload of money to spend. Now, I'm not saying that's the right decision. I'm just saying that that's a decision I could see them making to make sure the fans are on side from the start. No, you've got to, you've got to understand what these city owners. They don't know much about football, but no, they know business. They know, so they're going to get the right people in. And mm. Alan Shearer will be going backwards. They won't be going forwards. You know, he's gotten relegated. Yes, he's a hero playing football, but stays a hero. You know, get someone mm. in who's a who's an elite manager. You know, these are billionaires. They don't want. You know, do you know what I compare it to, mate? Is um, the when the WWE go to they go to Saudi Arabia or Dubai, I forget which one. Um, every year for like a big show. And it's funded by the prince, I think it is. And he, what he does, he he requests all these different wrestlers and people. And quite often, they request wrestlers who've already passed away and stuff like this. Because basically, what they're doing is they they just want the biggest names possible. And I think when you've got that much money to spend, I guess it is a bit like that, isn't it? It's like who's available? How much will it cost to get them? And, yeah, uh, that's, what, like... that's what that's what it's going to be about. It, you know, is there a manager that they want right now? Is he available? If not, well, let's sit with Steve Bruce. Let's let's bring some better players in in January because they can't do anything now. They can only do. They can only. You know, they've got what two months to eye up the target, see who they want. You're not going to get real, real quality in, no. in January, but they can sure bolster the squad and make it better and get away from the. the, the the bottom of the league, but well, yeah, the worst thing they could do is go down now, and it like that well, is not the gonna, absolute yeah, worst. they're not going to go down because they're going to put money into it. They're going to buy players, better players, but not them elite players that that, that they're going to be, be after. Like it's a it's a going to be a slow burner. Like City, they took like three or four years. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be gradually, but you have to wait and see and see what kind of big names turn up. So um, I've got a question from Gaz about Newcastle, which I'm going to circle back to in a minute. Uh, Richie says they should have given him, they should give Steve Bruce until the end of the season and see how the new owners and Steve can bring the transfer window in January. I, in an ideal world, I believe that's true, but ultimately, yeah, that's what, that, yeah, I that's just don't see do. it. That's, no, yeah, that's what I do. But you know, if I'm an owner and I'm coming into a football club and my fans are on hundred percent on board, then yeah. I'm going to do. You know, plus he's not an elite manager and we want to be going and if there's an elite manager available, i.e. a Conte and, and he's willing to come then, you know You've also got to think of no, the players It's an absolute no-brainer, sorry but Steve Bruce but, you know yeah. it, it and it's it the is, players but... Getting the players in as well, isn't it? Like, will they come for Steve Bruce but will they come for Conte, say for instance it's, There is a difference um, Oh, there we are, Leslie disagrees with you He says uh, you cannot say Shearer got him relegated he came in with a few games to go. Uh, the damage was already done. He took them down. It was. But they got relegated back, when he was back, manager. Back though, tell you, when, when Newcastle got manager, Alan Shearer's manager. They went down. So, come on, Les. You're better than that, mate. <laughs> no, I think um, look, the damage was done. And, but... and, and on go. the last game of the season, when they couldn't get a result, when the great Alan Shearer was manager, he couldn't inspire him to get a result on the last day. So, and that would have gotten, but exactly. 
Well, not bottled um, it. He just he just didn't, he didn't have the experience, you know. Yeah, of course. Sure, he I'm sure it'd be it'd be a good manager, but he's, he's you know he's a very good pundit. So yeah, Stick it'd be interesting head. if he does ever take the take the plunge into management because like obviously Gary Neville said he will never do it again. Um, after now these these, these players get these players get very comfortable, you know where they are and done a lot of money, so yeah. No, Alan Shearer's lost all his hair anyway, so he's got he's got nothing to worry about. He does not, can't get any more stress, can he? Um, what was that question which Gaz asked? Uh, oh yeah, do you lads reckon Newcastle could become genuine Champions League contenders? Perhaps you said that, so, sorry. Uh, Gaz said that five years time. Then. Gaz, all right, so Gaz, I'm asking Gaz. you the question: five years time, oh, no, can they I'm be saying, in the I'm Champions saying, League? Gaz, they've got three hundred twenty billion. Fucking, hell. they're gonna be. They're going to be competing, no doubt about it. They may. She is going to be coming out of retirement. They've got mate. more money than Paris Saint Germain and Manchester City put together. Is that right? Yeah. Oh my days, jeez! And if you think like PSG, Man City could literally they can spend or buy whoever they want, really. But the the problem they the reason they don't is because they've got to try and. To go within the, the financial fair play rules. The problem you've got is the Newcastle side. It is, it's like Scotland. It's freezing and it's a, it's a cold yeah. place. You know, will these people you know, didn't like going to Manchester for years ago, did they? You know, it's 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 a cold place, especially in. I mean, I'm, every time I've been up there, it's either been December or January. And by the time I'm getting down by the stand when the game's finished, I can't feel my toes. It's freezing up there. Is it that much cold? It's that much colder than Manchester. It's free. Yeah, it's, Manchester's raining. It doesn't get as cold in Burnley. If you go like deeper in, it'll get it's get colder. But Newcastle, it's on a hill as well. That in the town centre, it's freezing. And you know these Argentines and Brazilians. Yeah, do they want to do well, that? I'm sure. No, but they, could, they will do extra. because the, the money. But yeah, they get an extra extra few you know, quid in their pocket. Won't be easy. We've seen it's it gonna take time, mate. When, isn't when, it? When takes time. Come, Australia was wearing tights, gloves, yeah. polo necks. Underrated player, mate. He was. I thought. I always, he always thought player. he was. Quality. It didn't affect him in, in his, on the pitch, but yeah, it's just he a just could... factor to play into. That's all. Manchester's cold, but it's not that cold up there. It Manchester's mostly rain, and you just deal with the rain. It's like Cardiff. Mm. Yeah, I always thought Espria would go on to like a like a really elite club after Newcastle because I, I always thought he was that good like and he never I can't even remember he was, where he, he went was, I'd be interested he was, where he went he was a bit he was a bit local wasn't he yeah was it him and uh, what was the other one the Newcastle player who um, the bold guy when he ripped his top off and started kicking the oh um, uh, yeah ah yeah. oh, what's his name it's someone else in the chat Hexpire that's it he um, was like on another level wasn't he like I just remember yeah. watching that and just thinking so, that so he reminded me of, of um Ronaldo, uh, Maradona when he uh, when he was off his tits on coke and yeah, he went up these, to the these, camera these, and the Mavericks, up, these, these genius the Canio he was he was a nutter he was a quality player Cantona Cantona another nutter you know who drop kicked someone in, in, in the yeah just a nutter but you know one of them there? guys one of them guys that and very, very rarely that I've, I've felt that, but you know, like his presence is just like it's just Special. different. It's just different, yeah. So when um, Aspria went from Newcastle, he went to Palmer 
for a year. He only played 12 times. And then he went back to like South America. So like he had two stints at Palmer exactly. either side of Newcastle. Yeah, he <laughs> made his money at Newcastle and then went and yeah. celebrated the rest of his career up in South America. The um how old how old were you when Cantona was in his pump when he done that? When he kicked uh when Cantona comes to ninety ninety was in ninety three, I was sixteen. Like banging it. Sixteen. So, yeah. yeah he come in 93, that. 92, 93. And yeah. Well, Le- Leeds won the league the year before because that was the first year I got a, a, a season ticket. So I went the year before and Leeds won the year league and he was playing for Leeds. And then I never, I never understand them selling selling Cantona to United. Never yeah, understand. I think it was, it, was, it was a lot deeper than that. In, 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 the changing room was a bit upset with, with him, I think. Yeah, but still, like, even if you're going to sell him, sell him anywhere else, isn't it? Don't sell him oh, to the team you've just I understand just that picked. now, but you're talking, you're talking about old-school manager, Howard Wilkins, and he didn't really care. He was just like, get him out. Didn't have that kind of mentality back then, I suppose. But Fergie wouldn't have done it, but... Don't, sell, don't strengthen no. your rivals, isn't it? But No, no. Cade says, um, Tino Espria nearly signed for Darlington back in the day. I mean, I would have been a signer now, wouldn't I? Um... <laughs> He also says Chelsea got the uh, elite players that you can see. You could see Newcastle doing the same, but then, well, you know, Chelsea's London. Everyone's living. I think yeah, all the, the foreign players they they want to live and play in London, don't they? And you often get that when they move up to like yeah, the Manchester some clubs. Some players don't come to Manchester, and oh no, I live in London. It's a bit different now. Manchester's a bit more hip and a bit more cool, a bit. Yeah, London is totally different. It's massive up mm. there to compared to Manchester. It's massive and there's you know the West End and yeah. But everyone wants to be in London, all these foreigners. Interesting. Especially stuff. over the last um, 15, 20 years. It probably won't won't be the case years ago, but it's definitely the case now. Because yeah, they, they, they can they can pay outpay United as well. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Like you could be in a situation now, and well, from now really, like Newcastle can just go and outspend any club in Europe. Like if they, you well, know, I'm not saying that those players would like go. They just went, they get Haaland, you know, boom, two hundred mil, bang. The well, the thing is, he's got a release clause, haven't he? Which is activated in the summer. Like if they go to Dortmund and just went, yeah, like you say, hundred fifty well, or two hundred mil. One minutes. They probably earned that three hundred million in that twenty-one minutes. So Jesus that's how much money they've got. So just crazy, that's a crazy statement. Harland, boom! This is our. This is what we want to do. Boom, boom, boom. Two hundred mil, bang! That'll so, be a big statement. Realistically, you've got to look at it. Like, which players would be willing to go there as part of a project? Which players would look at it and say, "Oh, you know, come back in a couple of years," and which players would then, you know, would buy into it. And I think players who are maybe 20, 21, they're the ones who might buy into it because they can see like a few years down the line. Then you'll have the players who are coming towards the end of their career. My fancy, uh, you know, a couple of years at Newcastle to finish off their career. Why not? And then I think the ones, it's the ones that are in their peak now. They're probably the ones who might, not it's a, it's a great place to play football though. i've got to say that it's the atmosphere it's, always, the fans, full, you know, it's, it's what they live for there there's only certain cities you know they, they 
you know, Manchester's, yes, we love our football, but for them up there, it's like religion for them. They love it. And, you know, it's just, yeah, so it's, it's a great atmosphere. And, you know, I remember when they had a good team in the 95 and 96, you know, it was great games. And, you know, it's a big place to play football, like a big, big um, stadium, big platform. So it is a, one of the big stadiums of the country. So, and they got the infrastructure to be massive, like to be genuine. Like, guys, going back to Gaz's question, can they contend for Champions League spots? Absolutely. And I think, well, yeah, well, like I say, it's going to take like two or three years. It's not going to happen overnight. These, these, you know, City, Liverpool, Chelsea, United, these are stalwarts so, and they're not, they're not mugs. They're already at that level. So they're yeah. only getting better. So if you're the director of football at Newcastle, mate, right, or the the transfer guy in Newcastle, are you go? Would you go for the likes of, let's say, Jesse Lingard, people like this who are established Premier League players who can be something, or would you go straight out and try and go for those elite players? But the risk being that you might miss out on them, and then you waste time in the transfer window when you could be signing footballers like. Well, no, Jesse Lingard, at... go on. Jesse like a perfect option for him because you know he's 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 on the cup of doing something top play elite player, and you know we've seen it last year. If he plays, you know he scores goals and he plays well. So, and you know you, you want to be better in your team, and if you can do that in January, Jesse Lingard's going to better your team, no doubt. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think when you look no, at some the of those players, players they're the players they need. They're the they need right away, right now, to better to make the side better. And if they get top players in, they can still compete and play with them players as well. And just think I can do that because he's been playing for Man United since he was eight, seven. Yeah, Paul Pogba is on a free transfer. Would he go to Newcastle for you know five hundred grand uh, a week? Or yeah. Yeah, you never know if they offered him four and five hundred million. You 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 felt four and five hundred grand a week. He's gonna go there, isn't he? He's got the same agent as Haaland. You know, these are the type of big state these are the type of players that they're gonna be going for. <coughs> no doubt. Sorry. No doubt. Yeah. Pogba's like, available, let's go for him. Boom. Let's let's just see what see what test the water with this Raiola. Because money talks with him. Oh god, yeah. Like of all the agents, you'd be looking when you you'd go you'd find out all the name of his players, basically. And see here, yeah, see what he's got. Paul Pogba want to go there right now? Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Mid-table and be. I'd be surprised because you know, I think. Not, yeah. If that's he's going to leave United, much. it's going to be to go somewhere to to win trophies now, isn't it? Like, yeah, because he's that at basically. that age. He's at the age. If he goes to Newcastle, then it's all about money. All about money. Because he's um, not winning anything for at least two or three years. Yeah, I um. Well, I'm going to talk about Wales in a minute, Les, but I agree with what Leslie's just said there, which we'll get to in a minute. But I want to go back. Uh, Donna and Ricky, uh, Richie were asking about, uh, do we think Mick McCarthy will be a Cardiff manager at the end of the season at least? I'm going to say no. No, I don't believe so either. I think, uh, and the reason I say well, that is because... Keep, they can't keep chopping and changing the yeah. managers. You know, they've got to get... The, you know, it's, it comes a point where who's appointing these managers? He needs to go. Yeah. The people at the people at the top have got to take responsibility, mate. At the end of the day, for me, it's the, the ways people to go now. You to get a young, hungry, yeah. you know, manager. yeah. We talked about it. These experienced old heads 
these dinosaurs. Gotta go. Got to go. Um, I think the reason he'll go be pretty soon is because I think he's lost the dressing room. When you lose the dressing room, there's no turning back. Um, and that's just the way it is. Doesn't matter who you are. You could be Fergie. Yeah, we've seen that at, uh, at Forest. Lose dressing room. When Steve, when Steve Cooper's took over, you know, the, yeah. Chris Hewitt had lost the dressing room by all accounts. Steve Cooper's come in and changed it all around. Straight away. He's a good coach. Steve Cooper is, unfortunately. Uh, but he is. Very good, very, very good coach. So, uh, Leslie put a comment. He said, uh, Wales are getting battered like a Whitby cod tonight, sadly, guys. Always give an honest opinion. So, um, I had a conversation uh, with a friend of mine this morning about this. Um, if Wales could get a point tonight, I would be absolutely delighted. Um, going out there with the squad they've got, the players they got out, Ramsey, there's no way he's fit. He hasn't played for Juventus for weeks. Um, Juventus had declared him uh, not fit. He's declared himself fit, which you know I admire his dedication to it. But ultimately, is he going to last 90 minutes? Is he fully fit? Is he going to be able to make a difference? Even if he has the game of his life, has he got enough good players around him to beat the Czech Republic? I'm not so sure. But... Wales, yeah, have, not, they've done not, it they're not the Czech Republic of old. You, you know, you're going to have to withheld some kind of pressure there. But yeah, they, they're more than capable of getting a result there. You know, siege mentality. We're up against it. You know, we haven't got our best players. That sometimes gives the players an extra ten percent. Okay, um, so yeah, just hopefully no early really goals. The longer we keep a clean sheet, I believe, the more chance we've got of getting something. Um, yeah, the longer it goes, I reckon it's a little 1-0. The pressure's on Massacre. Czech Republic, isn't it? The, all the yeah. pressure's on Czech Republic because everybody's expecting the Czech Republic to, to comfortably beat this Welsh team with all the players that are out and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, so that's 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 kind of is where it is, really. Um, but I, I do think that Czech Republic will win comfortably. Leslie says 3-1 to Czech Republic. Um, we'll do some predictions at the end. Um, another, just on the back of the Newcastle story, mate, uh, an interesting story for me, this one, because um, I've been quite critical of the kind of the less tolerant side of Saudi Arabia and stuff like that. And um, I saw an article on BBC um, and it said that um, the I think is it Pride Charity, um, which is like an LGBTQ um, rights charity. They said, oh, United with Pride, I apologise. They said that they accepted the state was one of the less tolerant in the world when it comes to equality. But they said that this deal for Newcastle United Football Club could have a positive influence on that side of things. Now, I have no idea what the link is between those two things. And I was wondering if you could tell me because I have not a clue. What do you mean? So this charity just said that uh, United with Pride, they said, you know, that Saudi Arabia is one of the less tolerant, tolerant countries in terms of equality. Um, but they said that this deal could you have a like positive influence. In you mean like people going in embassy and getting chopped up and never seen again? Yeah, well, it's just, they don't, they, they, it's, I think it's like illegal to be, to be gay and stuff like that, I believe. Um, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, and for some reason, yeah. this charity's come out and said that this deal is going to bring about positive change in that side of front. 
and I don't really get the two links. Like I don't understand. It's, it's not. It's not going to change anything. In Make Saudi any difference? Is it? It's not going to change anything. No, these people are quite fanatic with when it comes to religion and what they believe, and yeah. So yeah, yeah it's no. uh, it's a strange one. I don't know. I, I don't get where. Unfortunate the, to say, but the links. You know, yeah, when you've got. We keep keep going on to the money. When these people have got the kind of money they've got, they can do what they want, especially in their own country. Like I say, mm -hmm. someone went in the embassy, he got pretty sure he got killed. Yeah, it was something like that, wasn't it? Um, a reporter or something like that. I can't remember. It was it was it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't far back, but yeah, yeah it was anybody it, years, back ago, years we're still with with but it's their kind of religion, it's, their, it's different. So Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I don't I, to be honest with you, I don't go don't really delve into stuff like that because people get fanatic about it, politics yeah. or religion. No, no, so. me neither. But I just the reason I asked is because it just it, it caught my eye on the BBC site and I read it and I was just I couldn't understand the link between the two things at all and I just didn't really quite understand it. Um, so there's ten minutes gone. Well, the human probably... rights, the, the human rights are, are atrocious. That you know, yeah, and over there. So you know, maybe. But it's the, same in, it's the same in in the places where what owners have got in the Premier League, the different the, the same places where they're from. So, yeah. Well, you look at the World Cup coming up in uh, Qatar, and like there's been a load of um, the workers who built the stadiums to get them ready for the World Cup. They like living in these houses and stuff, all crammed into places, supposedly. Or allegedly, should I say? And some yeah, of them have died because of the working conditions and all this sort of thing. And, and then we're all expected to go over there and celebrate the World Cup. It's it goes back history for years with the, the royal family with Saudi Arabians. They've got a big connection with them. So yeah, they, you know they've all got him. Bush, he works. With, you know, they've all got the, they all work with him. These like big oil tycoons and yeah, so. Money makes money it's makes their world go round. Thing in their own country, I'm afraid. Uh, the um, Wales are about just over ten minutes in. I was just looking at the side they've picked. Look, I, we say that Wales are going to get stuffed, but then I look at that side. Danny Ward had a phenomenal Euros. Uh, Ampadu, everyone was screaming out for him to play more. He, obviously, he got sent off. Meepham, all right, Roden, they're kind of not my two favourites. Gunter has been an absolute stalwart, stalwart for Wales over the years. Nico Williams, everyone's been calling for him to play. Joe Allen, again, same as Gunter, been a stalwart. Morel, all right, maybe a weak point. Then you've got Ramsey, and then you've got Kiefer Moore and Daniel James up front. Like, yes, it's not Wales's first choice side, but it's also not, it's not like, it's not a League One side, you know? It's, it's, it's all right. It's not great, but it's all right. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? A lot of young players there, isn't there? Like, yeah, really. but, you know, this experience, it's, it's, it's good for them, you know, and they're not still, you know, they're on the same points, I think, but we've got a game in hand, so even if we do get beat, it's not... Not know, the end of the world, is it? The end of the world, no, but... You know, to get a result, it's it's massive with a, with a, the squad they've got and the kit. Because, like I say, you've got the young kids in there, but they've, you know, they've been bedded in over the last two or three years. They've got some experience, so yeah. But, you know, like I say, it's it's all good experience for them. 
Yeah, there's not many in there who've never played football, uh, never played for Wales before. Um, I was yeah, delighted yeah, exactly. to see um, Sorba Thomas from um, Huddersfield playing. Uh, I know he's not started, oh, but yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Kiefer Moore's just missed the one on one. Of course, yes. Kiefer, come on. So, um, literally, literally, literally two on one. Dan, uh, Daniel James just played him in and he's keep saying it. So frustrating. That's like the most Wales thing to do ever. And Germany are losing. Uh, Leslie, that's what there. I mean, mate. You're saying that, that, that it's, it's they're doing well to get a result. You know, it should be one to look there. Uh, Garen Cole says they delayed the pass, I'm afraid. Um, and that's why they the keeper saved it. I still um, think he should have stayed. I still think he should have scored it. I, I know what I you're saying. It, the pass I didn't was see a bit, it. No, I still think he should have scored it, though. He could have should gone he round just, him. He could have, little, hit little, could have gone round him. Could have got a little sandwich out. He tried to put it straight through him. Uh, see, those are those chances away, like in Europe. International you, level. You, yeah, you've got to take it. That falls to Harry Kane, it's 1 0. Well, normally. I'm not sure about well, his, no, uh, his for England. Form. For England, you don't miss him. Yeah, I guess. I guess he hasn't been on uh, tip-top form this year, has he? Uh, Geraint agrees with you. There you go. Someone agrees with you tonight, there, Rodri. But um, it's still not yeah. a change of view. It's all about opinions. no. That's it, mate. That's it. It'd be boring if we've all sat here and just said, "Oh, yeah, you, you're right. I'm right. We're all no, we're should, all right." Just God, he's one of one of the keeper. Yes, the pass could have been a little yes. bit better, but. A bit of composure. Can't miss those chances at the bloody like Have you top seen level. It yet? Uh, I just saw like the last bit of it. Okay. I haven't seen the build up to it, but um, he's got a score, and he like ultimately two on one. What it comes down to, just put it in the net. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think uh, you know they still still they seem to be putting people forward. They're under pressure, like you say. So we could get them on the break with, with Daniel James with his pace. Uh, question for you, Kay Charles said, Did you see the United versus Everton game? Uh, it was awful, he said, one all. What did you yeah, think really. of United's performance, mate? Because I thought they were pretty piss poor. I've, I've, I've erased that from their memory. I've got to rethink it. Um, did Solskjaer make any mistakes in terms of selection? He left Ronaldo on the bench, didn't he? Yeah, it's a difficult one, but when you see uh, a video of Alex Ferguson saying you got to play your best players, it's hard to go against. Yeah, it doesn't help so, him, does it? Does not no, help him, does it? No, it doesn't. But you know, you can understand why he's going for him. He's not putting a scrub on; he's putting Cavani on. So they didn't play to Cavani's strength, though. I didn't think until Cavani went off. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. So they played. Uh, they played. But, I thought they bought the one nil up, and they should close the game out. They, 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 three oppor- they had three opportunities to be a bit more cute, a bit just be a bit more nouse about you. You don't have to foul and stick. You're like, I just give him a little kick. Watch Fernandinho. He's done it for like five years. Just, just yeah. use your head. Luke Shaw could have just took him out. He didn't. But Fred had two two opportunities, and he and he blew it. And then Luke Shaw had an opportunity to do it, and he blew it. So well, yeah. It was, it, it, they brought it on themselves. I think it was the second time Fred, when Fred's right by the halfway line, like to me, as soon as he got eased off the ball, he should have just grabbed him and yanked him down. Yeah. Don't let go, no matter what, innit? Like, yeah, he just take the book in. But like, yeah. it was naive. Nice. Nice yeah, just... Oh, yeah, go on. 
You got the scarf just, from there. All right. Just pull it down. And then, yeah. yeah, and then you're right, sure. But one of them's got to just, just foul them, anyways. You don't, nice people, nice people, unfortunately, don't win things. Yeah. That'd be a bit more nastier. So that's what I was going to say. With them, Cavani, I felt like when Cavani was on the pitch, they played like as if Ronaldo was on or up front. And then when they switched and Ronaldo came on and Cavani went off, they then played like they needed needed to when Cavani was on. And they were putting it, you know, down the down the channels and, and in behind. And I it it was almost like they've got used to playing with Ronaldo the last couple of weeks and playing it into his feet and then playing off him. As opposed to Cavani last year, they were playing, you know, little through balls, lots of one twos and stuff. I actually thought United started really well in the first Five oh, minutes, they started minutes. really, really well, but you know, really quick. And really... Once you score that goal, you've got to kick on, and, and they didn't, and just kind of let Everton back in it. And it's just like from your own corner, it's just it's just poor, really, really poor. Because they had enough bodies there, they've just got to be a bit more, bit more, bit more nice about them. And it, it, like I say, they're just too nice. And take the yellow card, or take the foul, and, and you know, but. Yeah, but even then, they've got enough time to, to go on and win the game with Everton's team that they had. They had players missing. We all, almost had a full squad. Yes, Ronaldo's on the bench, but Cavani, like I say, he's, he's a top striker. So You think he'll yeah, go? More Cavani points, more points in the lost. January. No, we lose at Villa. We, we drop points against Villa and we drop points at Everton at home. You know, these points we can't be losing, especially when not- City and Liverpool are playing each other. You know when um, United brought Lukaku in a couple of years ago? They brought him in at that point because they needed someone to bully these teams like Villa and etc. Uh, they were the teams they were dropping points against. When they played uh, Liverpool's, your Man City, they always did all right. But when they played the supposed lesser teams, that's when they were struggling. And then they brought Lukaku in to sort of fix that. But like ultimately, with the players they've got, the team they've got, they should be able to to beat Everton when from you know when you're one 0 up. Um, do you think Cavani will go? In January? Um, I don't think he'll go in January. I think he'll stay to the end of the year. It'd be interesting. Why would you get rid of him in January? Just, just yeah, well, I don't think, but I just wonder whether he will want to go because if he's not playing enough. But then he can't play more than two games a week anyway. So, you know, chances are he's going to play at least once a week in the, yeah. when all those games come. Like, yeah, I don't know exactly. what he's going to be expecting different. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, just having a look through some of these comments. Let's have a look. Gaz says, a uh, new favourite footy show this last Well then, Well, good for you, Gaz, I say. Um, Reese Lates the Party. Ga- um, K Child says, uh, best show about love this. Get it in the studio. Well, you never know what you wish for, Roger, you know. You never know. Um, there was another story I was going to ask you about, and I can't find it. So I'm going to ask you about England and their, their international hopes and aspirations in terms of how happy will the likes of Greenwood, um, Bellingham, like Greenwood's been left out of the last three England squads, I think. And I, I understand Southgate's very good at um, talking to the media and explaining his reasons and everyone's okay with that. But do you think Greenwood's okay with it? Because I do feel like he must feel like he's being punished because he couldn't have done any more to get in the squad. 
Uh, you don't know what conversation that they've had. But yes, you'd be a little aggrieved because you know he's he's he started the season well. You know he's he's a top player. He's, mm. he's going to be England's centre forward for many many years to come after and take the mantle from Harry Kane. So. Yeah, he's just got to be professional and just keep performing like he is for United. So, but no, it's just a matter of time. It, you know, he's obviously getting a lot of games for United. So, yeah, they've obviously they don't know what the kind of conversation they've had, but it'd be an interesting I one to, to 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 listen in on because to not have him in the squad, it's bizarre, isn't it? It's just weird. Mm. There's a few, a few, but like him and Bellingham and and Trent Alexander before that, it's just weird that they never. Really got her in. Uh, welcome, Gav. Haven't seen you for a bit, mate. Um, also, Gav, you missed my Liverpool loving on Monday. I spent like 45 minutes talking about how good Mo Salah is. It was painful. But um, I wanted to ask you this, um, Rodri. Jamie Carragher said last week that Liverpool should basically throw, give uh, Mo Salah whatever he wants because on form, he's the best footballer in the world or in Europe, if not world, which... I do agree on form. He probably is. Um, like, should they break the bank to keep him? Yes. Yeah, 100%. He's the best player. Why would you not? Well, Van Dijk's up there as well. They've got some good players, but, you know, the top players you need to keep because if they lost him, you know, you're losing 25, 30 goals. Easy. And then he assists and all that. that you know, he's... His work rate off the ball as well and defending is very good. So, yeah, you'd be stupid not to keep him. I'm pretty sure they will do, unless a big team comes in for him. But, you know, there's not many bigger than Liverpool. Yeah, I saw, well, I saw a few people saying, like, um, Mo Salah, like, he's not as good as Ronaldo and Messi. But I was like, Messi and Ronaldo have changed what it means to be world-class or like what they do is like it's different. It's different to what we're like. You've got world class, and then you've got Messi and Ronaldo. Like Mo Salah in any other era, if you took Ronaldo and Messi away, Mo Salah, um, Griezmann, uh, who else have we got? Maybe Lewandowski, Lewandowski. Yeah, all these players they'd be counted as like some of the greatest footballers we've ever seen. But for some reason, because we've got these two absolute wizards who have changed like stats and and what it means to be best these guys almost get chucked to the side and said oh yeah they're all right but it's like back in the day a striker scoring 25 goals a season that was a what a season he's had but no, like Lewandowski has been scoring 30 goals a season for 15 20 years yeah I understand that but Messi and Ronaldo have been scoring 50 for like yeah, I know, I know, but like, it's, it's difficult. You can't put people put them in that bracket because they're they're the the shining light to get to. But you know, like like I've just said, they scored forty to fifty goals every season for like ten to fifteen years. It's just a different level. Mm. Is Mo Salah better than Messi and Ronaldo? On form, no, he is. no, no. I'm, but he yeah, is on, on form. form I'm, yes, on form, but you know. <laughs> Messi's 30, 34, I mean, Ronaldo's 36. You know, Mo mm-hmm. Salah's not going to be doing that, doing the same things at, at, at that age because he relies on mostly his pace and, and you kind of lose your pace as you get older. Not as much, Messi hasn't lost that much pace, but you still lose some. So, 
to say you know the better you know, players. Messi, mate. He's he's struggling in the pub league, so he's gone uh, he's down just, to my estimation. No, but you've got to understand where he's come from and what he, what he's been involved with and what teams he's been involved with, and it's just everything. He's been at Barcelona for how long, and he's gone to yeah. Paris Saint Germain. Everything's different. And yes, yeah. he's one of the, he's a world class and he's he's on a different level. But you know when you when you've got Iniesta, Xavi, and all these top players, you know it's, it's a lot easier. Yeah, hundred percent. So, who do you think when Messi and Ronaldo retire now over the next few years? You know, it does look like Ronaldo might just go forever. Um, but like when they retire and there's no longer a Messi or Ronaldo playing. What sort of players are you looking at and thinking they're the world's best now? So, like you've for me, I'm looking think, at you've got to be looking at Haaland, yeah, Mbappe, Greenwood. So, I got a question about Mbappe. Do you think Mbappe is like almost he, he burst onto the scene, and I feel like he's like he's been quite level for like the last 18 months, he hasn't kept rising. Like I look at um, Salah, I look at Haaland, I look at Lewandowski and Messi, Ronaldo, all these players, they always are on the rise throughout their career. And I feel like Mbappe's kind of just gone, he's done what Neymar did, burst on the scene and then kind of evened out, uh, like leveled out a little bit. Am I being too critical of him? Like, is he just potential or is he already class? Say again, you broke up there, mate. Sorry, mate. I was going to say, am I being too harsh on Mbappe there by like saying he's just levelled out? Is he just potential, or is he already you know very very good and he's got you know obviously a long time to get better? Yeah, he's he's, he's still young. We don't we don't really see enough of him. You know, he's had a bad World World Cup, no, a bad Euros, but he did have a good World Cup, the the, the, the World Cup before. So yes, the Euros, like Garen says, they you know he want his best, and uh, I think you, you know he, he needs a fresh start, and, and he want obviously wants out. So yeah, he's just a bit yeah he's you know with his pace and, and his quality, yeah he's he's gonna be a top player. Haaland um, is the one for me. Like if I'm any of the top clubs, I pay anything just, to get him. Just a monster. Those the stats at such a young age are incredible. Like, and I look at I look at Liverpool, and you put Haaland in alongside the Salah and you know and um, Mane and Cato and all these footballers. You put him in the United side alongside Sancho and Greenwood. You put him in the Man City side alongside their guys. Chelsea the same. Like he's a game changer. He's a guy which takes you from title contenders to Champions League winners. Like just from the amount he's like Van Nistelrooy was, um, like Torres was for Liverpool, just just knocks you up a level. Um, couple of questions here for you then, uh, mate. Uh, K Charles wants to know: Do you have a, Christ- uh, a Man United shirt with CR seven on the back? <laughs> I think I've ever bought a Man United shirt, especially yes. I've bought a shirt with a name on the back. <laughs> Your face then when the he... only shirt, the, only shirt, <laughs> the last shirt I can remember having was a Real Madrid shirt with a name on the back and it said Hugo Sanchez 
That's how oh, long back a legend that is. That is a classic, mate. That Hugo is, uh, Sanchez, number 10. Yes, I like that. I love that. Uh, Gav, Gav says, uh, is Neymar overrated? He thinks he is. Yes, 100%. Bag of shite, I think. Would you, you, like, him. Just, just boot him, just be all over him, and just, you just get, you can see, yeah, you just get into his head. In. He's, he's not, he's, he's on like 500 grand a week or four, like he's on something stupid. Is it, I, no, he's he's never he's a good, worth that. He's a good player, but for me, he's mentally weak. But all right, so you're a United fan. If they, if they are, if Paris offered you Neymar no, no, on a no. free, would you no, take him? No, no, no. I'd be interested. Gav, Gavin's a Liverpool fan. Would you take Neymar on a free? Because people don't seem to play him where? Where are you yeah. playing? Yeah, that's very true. Um, Donna Perry yeah, says, Rashford. Yeah, well, you've got Rashford, Greenwood, Cavani, or what, Sancho, Sancho, just the younger players. And then, what do you want? Pogba plays out there as well. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think that they've got to put a stop to that, mate. I've got to say, I think Pogba needs to. They need to accept he's not a left wide player because mm. I yeah, think that's, that's the disrupting. They played their first game of the season. He had four assists. But you don't think that's disrupting other aspects of their play? Yes. Yes. Yeah. With really, you know, and you've got Rashford coming back as well. Yeah. Uh, Donna Perry says Donna Rumor is going to be one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time. I called he, that before he, the Euros. He's, he's, didn't on, I? he's on his way there now. Yeah. Yeah, he is phenomenal. He just phenomenal. needs to get out of that pub league. Is in. Uh, have you seen the shortlist for player of the year? I have not, so I cannot comment on that. Um, Leslie Coates says, Is Jack Grealish the slug overrated? He's just no, he's not overrated, he's just um, he's not, he doesn't suit sitting, he slows it down, he slow, he slows it down. Yeah, so he can't play left midfield for City. It won't work. He just takes two touches. Made, has Unless he made Pep an error going there? And sorts his head out. Do you think he's made an error going there? Grealish? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Where Where so, else could he or should he have gone, though? United, Liverpool. I don't think he suits United either, see. I think even, maybe even Arsenal. Liverpool. I, I could, you could play him in, in the middle of the park for United easily. He's I do think he's better central than he is wide. Yeah. Like he's a playing central midfielder. He's, he's, he attracts so many players with the ball but out there on the left. Yes, he'll do well for you. But for me, he, he slows the play down. Mm. And, and City do it, you know, blah, 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 where he wants, likes a little touch, suck him on, and then by that time, everyone's back in position. He's aggressive but, as well. Pardon? He's aggressive as well, though, isn't he? Which but, I quite like. But he's, you know, he's, he's a top player, and I'm pretty sure he'll be able to adapt. It just takes time. Yeah, I see someone winding me up in the chat said one 0 Wales, and I was like, "What? Bastards!" Bastards. Yeah, it is. It is. is it Ramsey? Ramsey, yeah. Get in. Told you he's going to turn up, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I he said he was gonna said he, he didn't want to play for Juventus. See, he just he was waiting. He was waiting. Yeah. Um goals, bro. Yeah, mate. Gavin's not his Liverpool fan. He's not having um Neymar on a free. He's a funny. Why would you want someone like that? He's just a funny. Everything's about him. He's just a drunk. No, no. Oh, let's, this is controversial. 
but I don't disagree with it, but I don't agree with it either. Let's see what you think. Rob Boyle says Todd Cantwell is better than Jack Grealish. Todd Cantwell, who's that? Plays for Norwich, I think. Oh, he's right, a very, yeah. very, very good footballer. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm not Blondet sure he's quite, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got like long, yeah, yeah. Blonde, uh, no, he's, he's a very he's... exceptional footballer. Come on, he's not better than Jack Grealish. He's, he's, he's not. not there yet, is he? No, he's no, he's a he's a. I tell you, he's a good player as well. The kid from uh, Crystal Palace. It reminds me of that. Oh camera. yeah, but you know Gallagher. That, um, yeah, Conor Gallagher. No. Yeah, Conor Gallagher. Yeah, um, that, that Todd Cantwell. Well. I seen him last. I seen him a couple of years ago when he came up the first time. And, you know, he's had a couple of years experience. I've not really seen him in the last year or so. So you expect him to get better. And two years ago, he was, he was a half decent player. So you'd expect him, him to be better. So you know, I have to take Rob's word for it. Oh, well, he's, he's actually made better. Is some? No, I don't think he's, he's, I think he's, he's saying, saying better. Than, yeah. So, but I am. Grealish has been a, has kept a Premier League team in the Premier League. The Campwell. No, yeah, that's very true. I think he was like nineteen though when they went down, so it's a bit harsh. But it's then, true, true. Todd Campwell, mate. If I was United, Liverpool, Chelsea, all these clubs, I'd be getting in, I'd be getting him in in the summer before because I think in like two years' time he's going to be going for extortion. Yeah, these players we need to that always want the ball, always looking for the ball, not scared to get on the ball. Yeah, they, they're the type of players that you know you need to be. Look, Jude Bellingham was a massive one. We should have got him. He, he looks one all top player. Yeah, that was quick. Jesus Christ! Leslie said three one, didn't he? He's going to be bang on, now, isn't he? Um, let's have a look. Uh, last couple of comments. Oh, there they are. Cade says, uh, "Did Rodri retire through injury? Because uh, he's got no Wikipedia, Wikipedia etc." How many career games did you play, etc.? Well, I left. I went to left school. Went to Torquay. Only did about twelve months there, and left there, and then didn't kick football for about three years, four years. Went living in London. Went um, all over the place, and then started playing again. Probably about oh. 20, 19, 20. And I went to Bank, Salford, Bangor, SC United, uh, back to Salford and back to SC United. And then, no, I didn't retire. I just, just 34 and just stopped playing. I was started playing, managing. I was playing for SC United and, FC, and the manager said to me, you know, there's, a, there's an academy job there and the reserves manager job. So I ended up being reserve manager and academy manager and, and dealing with like 40 kids on a daily basis. So I just just give it, just stop playing. But I'm pretty sure, I'm 44 now, I'm pretty sure I could play, still play at that standard if I want. It just can't be asked. Yeah, that's fair enough, isn't it? Uh, right, last couple of questions. Rob says, uh, maybe too personal to ask, but what's your opinion on Ryan not showing up for international duty during his playing career? I think he means like friendlies. Because he gets a rep, he got a reputation. Uh, well, some, some were legitimately injured, and some probably the manager put pressure on him to not go. And yeah, it's like I think to me, like people often throw this one up. 
So what I would say is, first and foremost, whenever it was competitive game, which mattered, he was nine times out of ten, he was there. Um, and second of all, when you're like 19, 20 or whatever, what are you going to do? Tell Fergie, no. Like, you got to be realistic with your like expectations. Said, you know, some, some were legitimately injured and some, the manager was yeah, professional. He would have said, oh, I'm not turning up. The manager said, no. you know, we need you this. We need, you know, you know, the... So, have a rest. but you know, if that if that was me, would that it'd be totally different? But you know, you, you don't know what kind of position or yeah, and especially when Wales weren't winning as many, and United are winning leagues every year. Yeah, it's a different scenario, isn't it, to now where Wales are. Like, it's if Wales were very, very different 15, 20 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Like, they yeah, basically turned up to get spanking when you when you're winning every week. Yeah. Um, Gavin wants to know, uh, or oh, he says, I tell you who's world class is Phil Foden. You having that, mate? Yeah, Phil Foden. Phil, this is why I think that Mason Greenwood should be playing at the minute. Phil Foden on the left, Greenwood on the right. I think it'd be perfect for England, future like for the future and stuff, and that building up. Yeah, I do think um, Greenwood will go inside. Greenwood's a centre forward, he's, he should he's, be. He's learned his trade going up as a centre forward, he's just out there at the minute because he can play there. When do United move him in, do you think? When yeah, Giovanni goes year. or when Ronaldo next goes? Year, yeah, yeah. Just, just uh, two good players to learn off, yeah. You'd like to think that they're, whilst those Cavani and Ronaldo are there in training and things like that, they've got Greenwood playing through the middle, learning from them too while they're yeah. there. Well, the, the only thing that the only weakness he's got, really, is what I see is, is Heading's poor. He needs to work on his heading. Mm. He seems Ronaldo, that, he seems that like, you know, it's only a, it's a piece of leather won't hurt. Just dead through the ball and, and give it, yeah. So he seems to like squint, wince as he's heading the ball. You know, he's got to go through it and yeah, it won't yeah. hurt you, son. Uh, <laughs> um, Donna's got a couple of questions for you. She says, uh, do Paul Scholes and Gary Neville still own Salford City? Uh, yeah, they, they do, don't they? They do. Nicky Ball, Taking them through the Ryan, leagues. Ryan, Phil. Philip, yeah. Gary, Nicky, Paul, Ryan, and Philip. Taking them up through the leagues, mate. They are. They're struggling at the minute, though. Um, did you ever have any serious injuries? No. No. No, uh, I did, but I never got it playing football. I always... Competitive football, I always got it. I always got injured playing charity football. Never, like ever got injured. From, uh, not super yeah, so if I was playing charity football, the first one, what did I do? Uh, I did my knee ligaments in Ireland, in my medial ligaments. And that was only like six weeks. But then I was playing somewhere in Loughborough and uh, I broke my metatarsal. And then that put me out for like about six months because I come back too early and it went again so i had to wait longer i would have had to have it pinned so yeah so but that was oh, just through playing charity football and astro and then uh, what else no that's it i was in i snapped me 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 um my ankle ligaments but that was in jail playing volleyball <laughs> gone up to block, gone up to block i've gone up to block the ball on the neck. Yeah, and as I've come down, he's landed on my ankle, and my leg, leg foot's just gone like that. Just 
Playing volleyball and other things. Put me put me in a taxi and put took me to uh put me in a taxi and went to the hospital on my own. That's mental, that is. That's okay. Like, how did you how did you how did you break your ankle? Oh well, um I I was playing volleyball. Yeah. So don't go, go anywhere. So don't go anywhere. Where am I going to go? Just go <laughs> you'll pick me up. My ankle's pointing the wrong way. Where am I supposed to go? Exactly that. It's great after that. Christ. Yeah. Uh, Leslie yeah, wants yeah. to know if you but saw. It was really um, bad that one. It was really bad. I was on crutches for like. Do you have to have an operation? No, no, no. Was, they, they were panicking as well because they thought I was going to put a claim in. So they just let mm-hmm. me. They just let me sit in my bed and just, yeah, because I'm. He had my own billets and stuff then. So, yeah, yeah. just sat in my bed and just the last eight, yeah. ten weeks, just on my bed watching TV, chilling. Because it was a working one, so you had to work. Yeah. So, so you just sat there watching TV. Nice. Yeah. So you'd, you'd have been watching, if if this was then, you'd have been watching Gary Neville slating the Tories on TV yesterday. Leslie yeah. wants to know if you saw it and what you thought of uh, what you thought of it. Uh, yeah, I did, yeah. It's just... Um, they just start to touch reality, but uh, it, it baffles me how many people vote for this clown. It baffles me. The guy's mm-hmm. a frigging idiot. He's an idiot, and it's millions and millions of people voting for him. It's just, yeah, it's it's crazy. Because these yeah, Tories, they don't they don't give a toss about the normal person. They don't. They don't. Did you care. see um, Edwina Curry was like? She said, well, her, her opening line in response to Gary Neville was something like, um, I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like, well, I'm up in the Peak District and we're all right here. And it was like, oh, fuck off. Because it was literally yeah, like out, the, the epitome of, of what their They're, they're out of touch real life. They, don't, they haven't got an absolute clue. Yes, they'll do the photo shoots and they'll go into these places and they'll spend an hour there. But yeah, these people haven't got a clue how hard it is for these people, some people out here. Mm. We had a barrage of questions, people asking you, um, asking what were you in jail for <laughs> and uh, what jail were you in? Um, 2001, I was in a nightclub. Uh, I was in the urinal. Some bloke comes next to me saying, you gigs, he's brother, blah, 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 blah. So, mate, do what that. So he kept on, so I've walked out gone to the other side of the club he's come over again saying blah 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 so i've said to him mate come on let's go out we've left the place waiting for a taxi the guys come out started again the fights kicked off they've got beat up and we end up going to jail but you must have grown up with them with people, people giving yeah, was, you grief for who yeah, your brother was yeah, it was it was, it was mate, he, he, he didn't oh, do it again that. he didn't do it again i've seen him a few <laughs> Um, yeah. uh, Leslie wants to know what jail you were in because he was in as well, so he's been those. Oh, it was a long time ago, so um, strange days. We strange days for like a month and then went to the uh, open prison, Kirkham because like Butlins. There we go. Let's see the nosy bunch, nosy bunch. Um, yeah, like 20, 20 years ago, now. yeah, 20 years ago in August, it was in that mental. You know, when you think, like, when I think about 2001, I do not, like, associate it with 20 years ago. Yeah, because, you know, you never forget where you are, September 11th, you never forget, so, 
Yeah. It's mad, mate. Um, Kate Charles wants to know, was Ronnie Warwick actually any good at football? I know he's a bit of a bad lad out of it. Well, he was, uh, he was all right uh, at football, wasn't he? I don't know, like saying he was, uh, you know. Yeah, Ronnie was all right. He just got himself in some sticky positions. So, mm. yeah. He mm. needs to watch out who he associates with. Sure. What else have we got? Any more questions now, quickly? KJR uh, says he watched you on James English podcast. Very, very good. Best one. Let's see. Yeah, over 600 uh, thousand views on that now. Yeah. He messaged me the other day. Yeah. Yeah, he um, he came on my podcast first, though, didn't you, see? So that means yeah, that... No, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's a good lad. He's sound. Right. I spoke to him a couple of times um, over the last couple of years, just chatting and stuff, and he's um, he's really sound. Like, he's, a couple of times he's given me a bit of advice and that, and every time I've spoken to him, he seems just like a, like a sound lad. And, like, I see on Instagram, he gets loads of abuse. Like, he did a charity boxing thing the other week. And, like, people slating yeah, him. The for weekend is in Manchester. Yeah, he won, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But I see people slating him, like, and giving him shit and that. And it's like, the yeah, guy's, well, like, well, he's that, turned his on, life around, is not it? And it's that, just, like, leave him alone. Come on. Yeah. yeah. It's Instagram, it's well, most of the people on Twitter, you've got to, if you're on Twitter, you can't take things seriously. You're gonna get even every time you post something, you're gonna get a clown saying something. If you, if you, if you, yeah, if you touch about that, you shouldn't be on Twitter because Twitter is full of idiots. Oh, yeah. Um, make sure you do Super Six because it's League One stuff this weekend, so I'm gonna do mine now actually. Uh, Rob Boyle wants to know why, why isn't your advert on TV anymore? Uh, it is in Ireland. Is it? It's still going. Maybe. Go. Um, yeah. They, they, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They just they still they, play. Still play it every now and again. It's just. I have seen. I've seen it. We've seen it fairly recently. Sure, I have. Yeah, that was like that was crazy. That was like five, ten million in the first week. Mental. That is so mental. It's still the best advert going. Um, right, guys and girls, it's been a pleasure as always. Oh, Donna wants to know how was your trip to Swansea Stadium the other week? Dirty. Didn't, didn't go, did you? Did you go in the end? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I did. No, no, it was all right. It was, uh, it was good just doing the first aid course there. So, no, it was all right. I've been there before. So, I've uh, I've been there a few times actually. So, yeah. Um, it's yeah, really it's done now. Got four years later, I'll be back doing it again. There Must have go. done that first aid course about ten times now. Yeah, I was going to say I've done it. Like it. I've done it a couple of times as well. Oh, I've done it's it loads just... of times. So, but you've got it's good, good to update stuff because it's things with change with uh, modern times. So, yeah. Sweet. Right, we will but, be um, back. What did you get? What did you get on the Super Six? Oh, I don't I, look, I don't think I got much. Well, if, you um, you, if, if you haven't looked, you've not done very well, haven't you? I know, I know, I got one completely correct. What? What about two. the scores that we had? Oh, from last week. Let's yeah. look at those, three. Um, sure, a bit. I'll give you a good idea in there as well. Yeah, probably, mate. Let's have a look at <laughs> fixtures. So we had, we both of us went for United win. Um, 
you went for Burnley to beat uh, Norwich 2-1 and I went 1-0. I'm just trying to find the fixtures with the results on. Uh, what was it? Saturday. Saturday the 2nd, wasn't it? So, Burnley-Norwich was 0-0. We both went for a Burnley win. Chelsea-Southampton was 3-1. Uh, you went for 1-0 Chelsea. I went for 2 all. Uh, Leeds Watford, we both went for Leeds. You went for four two. Oh no, I went for a draw, so you beat me on that one. Uh, Wolves Newcastle, uh, you went two one, and it was two one. I went three one. Um, we both. Oh, there you go. Brighton versus Arsenal. You went two one to Brighton. I went one all, so I got that one. Um, and then we had the Sunday fixtures was Palace two all. Um, you went to all, so another correct score. Did you do them on your... Look, you knew this was coming already, didn't you? That's why you asked. <laughs> Just as I was finishing up, he's like, oh, I'll get him now. I'll get him now. Um, where was I? Palace. There we had Spurs, Villa. All right, yeah, so I went that one. Maybe not. West Ham, Brentford. I would definitely went for Brentford. You yeah, went for West, West Ham. Ham yeah. And Liverpool, Man City. Both went for uh, you went for a draw. I went for a Liverpool win. Cardiff, Reading, you went one nil. Cardiff, I went one all, and Reading won. So Pretty sure both. my experience for them top games, they were said they were always a draw. Experience, mate. That's what it is. It's um, I I got to stop going with my heart. I think, mate. So I'm trying to think what we could do predictions for this week because there's not really anything. What have we got? What are we Saturday the ninth. So you can go with either international games tomorrow or League One. Or the League One games are all postponed. So League Two. Should we do some League Two predictions? Yeah, go on, Jim. So we got um, Forest Green versus Swindon. It's going to be hard, this is. I'm going to go draw. Draw. I'm going to go one all. One all. Yeah, draw. Go. One all. Even though Forest Green are top, but Swindon are not far behind. I'm going to go one nil. Forest Green. Forest Green. Uh, Barrow versus Lake Norient. At Barrow, that is a yeah. trek and a half. That. It's a big old, uh, big is old journey, guys. But yeah, big old journey. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go barrel two one, two one barrel. I'm gonna go with one nil to the Orient. I hope we're setting off tonight. Yeah, it's a track. Ah, Bristol Rovers versus Carlisle. Uh, where's that at? Bristol. Bristol Rovers, home team there. Yeah. 2-0. Two, two That's a trek as well. Bristol. I was going to say. That's um, a bigger trek, that one. Would you say 2-1 to Bristol? 2-1. Yeah. No, 2-0 Bristol. 2-0 Bristol. Um, I'm going to go 1-0 Bristol Rovers there. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to go 2-1 Bristol Rovers. And then we got Harrogate versus Scunthorpe. I didn't even know where half these places are, mate. Like Harrogate, Leeds, Scunthorpe's about 40 miles north. 
Right, Scunthorpe's not far. Scunthorpe's near Hull. Oh, okay. And Harrogate yeah. is right in the middle of Leeds. Like Leeds Yorkshire. Leeds, like... yeah. um, so what you got there? Harrogate, Scunthorpe. I'm going to go for Harrogate, Scunthorpe at bottom of the league and Harrogate. Is that Harrogate as well? Yeah, Harrogate. Yeah, Harrogate. AstroTurf there as well. Played there. And Harrogate Town. Minging. So... Harrogate, yeah, win there. Uh, it's a lovely little town, you know. It's a lovely little town, but they're, they're, they're yeah, Ingen. Harrogate win for you, and I'm going to go Harrogate win as well. Uh, Mansfield Town versus Oldham Athletic. Oldham are not as good as they used to be, if, I, if memory serves. And Mansfield are, are two points in front of them at, at third from bottom as well. Nil well, nil. Yeah, I'm going to go with. Uh, so you're going nil nil. I'm going to go. Is that going nil nil or a four? Four. I don't know. Yeah. Three two. No, I'm going to go nil nil. I'm going to go with three two to Oldham. So two three, should I say? Uh, Newport County versus Bradford. Oh, that's a tough one to call. I'm going to go Newport. What's happened there, Newport? Manager's gone. Yeah, why though? Well, because Finney's done done a really good job there. And I was speaking yeah. to him last year, and he was when I was speaking to him, the manager, the chairman was with him. It's everything seemed unky dory. And then I'm reading he's gone. I know. I wonder where he could be going. I wonder. Uh, so, well, you got Newport versus Bradford. Newport. Yeah, I got a new got out of Newport. Uh, Rob Boyle said he apparently got the owner's daughter pregnant, is why he uh, he got left. Who's Flinner? Apparently, that's obviously allegedly. Um, yeah, I um, it's like it's one of them things, isn't it? Like rumors, 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 rumors. Yeah, you don't listen. That's yeah. not the. It's not the first time I've heard that rumour, but there's nothing to say that it's, there's any truth to it whatsoever. However, um, if he wants a job, I'd be more than happy to have him on board at Cardiff City in some some way, shape or form. Uh, Rochdale versus Crawley Town. Uh, where, are we, where are we looking at the league for those two? Rochdale, mid-table. Rochdale. I'm going to go for Rochdale. Um, I'll go for a draw in that one. And then we got Stevenage, Borough versus Exeter. Where's Stevenage? That's like a Newcastle way, isn't it? Stevenage is down south. <laughs> I've got no... I don't know, mate. It's like, I've no idea. Uh, so Stevenage yeah, Steve, is where? Stevenage is down south, down near London, Stevenage. Right, OK. And then Exeter's... Well, Bristol Way sort of thing, isn't it? Exit is Devon. Torquay. Up there, New Abbott. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go Exeter. Uh, I'm going to go Stevenage on that one. Um, so you've gone Exeter. I'm going to go Stevenage. And then we've got uh, Sutton United versus Port Vale. 
da 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 Stevenson. Stevenson. Stevenage is in Hartshire. Come on. Don't you know anything, Rodri? Come on now. Down south. I just read in the comments, mate. I just have no idea no idea whatsoever. I exactly know where it is. I don't need a I don't need a map, GD Parry, because I got Google. So um, what did I say? Saturn United versus down south. I don't know. I know. I know. I, I made my geography is horrendous. Like I, I know like South Wales and I know just over well, the bridge. Was, you know, played, all, played all over the country. I've lived in London for yeah, two or three it. years. I've lived in Glasgow, I've lived in Cardiff, I've lived in Manchester. And and I was qualified HGB driver for years. So I've travelled a bit. There you go. That's that's why, see. I'll have to get my uh, my father in law's a HTV driver. I'll have to ask him to teach me some geography. Um, did you say Sutton or Port Vale, mate? Port Vale. Uh, Port Vale. I'm going to go with Sutton. Um, last one then. Warsaw versus your former club, Sutton. Nah, Salford City, mate. We can't go against Salford, can I? Who is it? Walsall. Uh, Walsall, yeah. Yeah, so Salford, where are they? Salford's 3 1. Salford's obviously up your way. Where's Wal where's Walsall? Birmingham. That's not far from you, is it? Oh like. You actually see Walsall's ground. You know where you must have been past the RET on the N six. Yeah. Well, it's literally two hundred yards from that RAC off the moat where you can see it. Walsall's mm -hmm. ground. Got you. Got you. Right. Got way over time with our predictions. So well, Rodri will give me another absolute paste in, in the uh, in the predictions yet again, but I'll beat him in the super six. That's why Wales have just gone Wales have just gone two one up. Are you winding me up now? Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. Take a point, mate. Take a point. All day long. Gareth Bale's just scored a free kick. Um, right, Leslie wanted me to ask you a question, which I missed earlier, and I'm trying to find it. I think he asked you what he wants to know. What are, what job were you doing when you were in prison? What was your prison job? I don't know. He's nosy. Bin man. Bin, Bin man. man. There you go. Easiest job in the world. There we go. Literally That's... easy. It's literally the easiest job in the world. I got paid £10 a week to, every morning and every afternoon make sure the bins are empty outside the billet so basically you did it in the morning and that was it just sit in your cubby hole book and then people i who I come in with were picking broccoli nine o'clock till five o'clock oh it's oh, torture, That's torture. And, they got paid, and they got paid seven pound fifty so yeah so you got paid more happy for doing less happy days yeah i was called curly watts <laughs> <laughs> Quality, <laughs> right, People guys. Don't know Curly Watts oh. in Coronation Street. Yes, been, quality, Curly, Curly Watts. God, that's that's nearly going back as far as Hugo Sanchez, mate. They actually put it on my bin truck. Curly Watts. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, might have to change the name nameplate underneath to Curly Watts. <laughs> Just might have to do that. Right, guys. Uh, join me on Sunday, eight o'clock. We'll be talking Andy Joshua Tyson. Uh, I keep saying Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, De Deontay Wilder, among other things, 8 o'clock Sunday night. 
and then Monday I'll be back, and me and Rodri will be back next Friday. Um, just a very quick note before I go. Uh, Super Kevin scripted is going on uh, hiatus for a little bit. We'll be back for Series 3 at some point. Um, that's all I'll discuss about that at the moment. But there's there's nothing wrong, no problems, just having a break. Um, guys, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. And uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Gigs. G-I-G-G-S. No. Rodri. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? It's opinion. I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Everything is on me, going back. Sports Social Podcast Network.